Conversate for a few. Hustle, welcome, man. They had to send me hustle from Raleigh, live from NC with your host John and Allen. Relate to the two. You are now listening to conversate for a few. Check it on SoundCloud. Debate with your crew. They talking hip hop from the late to the new, from July till June end. No Fridays for me. Tune in. Please listen to this podcast. 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 Conversate for a few. Welcome to the next episode of Conversate for a Few. I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This is not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely is not. This is a podcast about hip hop. Today we are going to skip the particulars we'll do all that at the end we'll pay all the bills at the end and we're gonna get right into it because y'all been waiting for a while excuse us for the two-week sabbatical hiatus i'm using big words at the beginning because i might not have the energy at the end um what are we talking about today bro uh debunking brian raleigh and the gentrification of hip-hop facts all right uh do you want to start or do i want to can i start go ahead all right i'm a little disappointed in myself uh for not bringing this topic to you faster because it was I'm not going to say on the tip of my tongue but it was on the tip of my tweet I had literally put it like in my like sent the message to you like typed the message out and decided not to send it because I was like I don't really know if this is even important enough you know what I mean yeah. and a couple of days later I look up on Twitter and half of hip hop is talking about this crap <laughs> so I feel like I should have put you on earlier and I need to trust my um my instincts a little more so that's what i'm gonna be doing from here on out i just wanted to say that and be a little bit transparent and get that off my chest because it was burning me up yeah yeah but who the hell is brian rollins bro brian raleigh raleigh is that his yeah name? brian raleigh right. he's a 20 what 23 mm-hmm. year old uh journalist uh, he, so-called music journalist. so-called music journalist yeah most of what he write uh at least with regards to hip-hop Right. which is what we want to deal with, Fact. is extremely critical and okay. negative of, okay. of hip-hop, of all the articles that I pulled up that he's writing about. So is he a troll, or is he a, is yeah. he a good writer at least? <clears throat> but let it's, me say this. You, you, you can know be his good, writing is subpar. Okay, you can, but you can be a good writer and be a troll at, at the same, same time. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure that's clear. But he, his writing is... Yeah, I read the article, too. I just want to get your opinion. Yeah. I haven't read a whole bunch of his articles, but I did read this one that brought... That jumped to my attention. And I'm going to read the, uh, the title of the article, right? First listen, Eminem's clunky kamikaze is a fitting end to rap's underwhelming summer. Uh, first of all... I don't care nothing about the Eminem part first, right? Whether he thought Eminem's kamikaze was clunky, whatever. But a fitting end to rap's underwhelming summer. Does he not know who released albums this summer? He must have. He he can't. Because that, see, that whole statement tells me 
he's not qualified to be writing on the state of hip hop. That's not. That's kind of my point. That's and he must point. not kept up with all of the releases that come out this summer. You could have been under a rock in the sea. You understand what I'm saying? Like with a troll sitting on you, and you would know that Drake, Nicki Minaj, Jay Z, Nas, Kanye, Pusher. Like what in the hell? I would give you credit for not knowing Pusher. Even. But at this point, he battled Drake. How would you not know Pusher? Right. Now, how could you? Okay. This dude is out of his mind. Right. So, let's just start with that. He said, a per, what did he say? A fitting end to rap. Uh, Rap's underwhelming summer. Okay. Ridiculous. Pusher T album, Daytona Classic. 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 What, are you, what are you talking about? Classic. And, we, and I'm going to say classic. And instead of saying classic for the sake of this conversation and I in one of our prior episodes, the criteria of a classic album, we're going to say it's a masterpiece. Right. Because time will denote whether it's a classic. But we True. pretty much saying it's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. And that's our prediction on saying it's going to be a classic. Right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to call Travis Scott a masterpiece. That was the next one I was going to say. Yeah, I'm going to call Travis Scott album a masterpiece, bro. Like, I enjoyed that one thoroughly. Like... Yo, <clears throat> so you got okay. Go ahead. You was about to say something. No, that one album. If no other album at all came out this summer, yeah. Travis Scott album yeah. that forces the writer to eat his words. Right. That's how good the Travis Scott album is sonically, concept wise, yeah. tempo wise, yeah. the balance. Yeah, Travis Scott album and Ghost Town went into Ghost Town. Yeah, from if nothing else came out, if nothing right. else came out, you can give me those three. And, and and Daytona, I wouldn't want to live without yeah, Daytona. Yeah, yeah, so, Daytona. Yeah, but you can't possibly tell me this is underwhelming, yo. Like how? It can't. It was too. It was too much good music coming out that was highly anticipated. No pun intended. With the five good music rollouts, right? It was too much good music, but it was. I mean, yeah. So we got the good music five. Travis Scott, Drake, Nicki. It, but that's just this summer. Right, like, man, right. what is he talking about? What was he looking for? Right, and even J Rock. Yeah, J Rock for sure. J Rock for sure. Yeah, I mean, and 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 ASAP Rocky. That the testing album was amazing. This dude is out of his mind, and I want to skim this article real quick and see if he even mentioned any of these. Because I don't think he really did. No, and seeing the title was somewhat misleading because he stays on his critique of Eminem album. Pretty much the, the whole, whole time. article. He doesn't, he don't give no uh, critique mm. of any other music that was released mm. in the summer to say that it wasn't good, which right. made it an underwhelming summer for hip-hop. Okay. All right, so the title was Debunking uh, Brian, Brian Raleigh. Raleigh and... Uh, the gentrification of hip hop. So then we'll go right to the gentrification of hip hop, right? So Brian Raleigh's perspective is this is my this is my theory. Brian Raleigh's perspective is Eminem drops a surprise album at the end of the summer. It didn't live up to his expectation. This is the biggest white rapper on the planet. It's underwhelming. So this was a bad summer for music. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, that's how he's interpreting it. Discredit, dis- discounting all the great black music that came out this summer. Which feeds into the second part of the title, gentrification. It's kind of my point. Their view. Yeah, their is view. Is what it is. Oh, man. Whew. So, what's, okay, two questions. One question first, though. Uh, was there not enough 
black journalism or like cultured journalism or hip hop journalism around the efforts of this year and how stellar it's been. Like, was it not enough for this not to make a wave, or are we so in an era that this makes a wave because we respond to trolls? Probably because we respond to trolls in this era. Okay. But then also when you, okay, when you look at all right, the summer releases. Yeah. A lot of what Kanye was doing wasn't covered. Well, a lot of it was the, covered. Yeah, but it was but covered with hate. Exactly, that's my yeah, point. Yeah, it was covered with hate. See, so nobody, they, it should already be a writer already refuting this article. Right. Another music journalist already writing saying no. This whole summer, the whole year yeah. was dope, especially the summer. Yeah. The summer only got better. But, like the year but, was intense. Right. The but, year was intense. Right. But the black journalists, they they held their hands back and didn't really write. Because when you look at them. the most, when you look at the summer, the highlight, good music did rule most of the summer. Right. Because they had so many releases. And the funny thing is, is is that rollout didn't get its full love until Nas. Right. Real and, talk. Because of and, all the because of all of the controversy surrounding Kanye. Right. So no one was really saying anything good. Like Peter Rosenberg. Yeah. Right. On Hot 97, he even he stated that he heard some of the uh, Ye album that he liked, but he said, I'm so upset with him, I can't bring myself to listen to the full album. Yeah, what a jerk. That doesn't even make sense. If the music is good, the music is good. Right. But, hey, I, so, yeah, that put a damper on it. I think that allowed the damper to be put on it. One, I'm going to answer my question, too, like that question that I asked is, I think it was a troll, right? I think this is partly us responding to the troll, but I also think this is another, this is our story being told without our voice. Yeah. And it's being told loud. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So even if it's a troll, even if we can react to this, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's like if, if we saw it, then everybody saw it. Right. Now, here's the here's the problem and how that feeds um, into the gentrification of hip hop. Mm -hmm. Having this uh, Brian Raleigh, 23-year-old white male, mm -hmm. and this article is appearing in Forbes magazine, which is not an exclusively based hip hop magazine. So it, uh, this doesn't even make sense that this article is even appearing in a business finance right. magazine. Right. See, so that's the problem right there. Yeah, like what are they doing? Yeah, why is it? Why is an article containing a critique of Eminem's album and hip hop and hip -hop. releases right. doing in, in a prestigious magazine. financial magazine? That's extremely out of place. If that don't speak gentrification, then what the hell does? If right. that ain't gentrification, because what they're saying is we have the we have co-opted. The movement, and we have the authority to speak on the Whether state of hip hop. Whether it's going well or not, right? Or like what in the? Wow, that is interesting. They feel this. This. This article speaks to the comfort level, and we speak yeah. to to the comfort level of like the face of hip hop at this time, right? And I wanted to read. This is important because we're going to take this definition, right? Gentrification yes. and lay it over what's going on in hip hop. But when we get into the Jake Paul, let's go. Right, it says gentrification, 
All right. The buying and renovation of houses and stores in deteriorated urban neighborhoods, black neighborhoods, by upper or middle income families or individuals raising property values, but often displacing low income families and small businesses, black people. All right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but it's what we see going on all over America, right in Raleigh. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All over Raleigh. That is literally what's being done in hip hop. Yeah. And it's easy to prove it because most of the, you have a lot of artists being displaced by these other artists that we don't even know about, but it's, it's a whole movement. Yeah. And top of the food chain, the only, the only one that we would, okay, so there's three that we know about, right? Yeah. <clears throat> And I'm gonna say Post Malone, G Easy, and and uh, Machine Gun Kelly, right? Mm-hmm. Those are maybe the three we would know about. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know anybody that listens to their music. Maybe G Easy. Maybe G. Maybe yeah. G Easy, but Post Malone is the biggest rapper in the world. One of them. Like he's neck and neck with Drake as far as like how long he was on the charts over the last few years. Yeah. Um. But what we don't see is what's happening on the web. And and how these artists are getting these looks in places that you would have never even imagined that 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 matter. Right. So you talking? You said we was gonna go into Jake Paul, and uh, I just want the Futane Clan to go look Jake Paul up. Just like go on the YouTube and go look at his uh, subscriptions. Like just go to his page and take a look at Jake Paul and. Flip through a couple of his videos and look at the numbers and t- and just report back because this is the second time we report back to it because I don't think y'all heard it the first time but just go check him out and the the newest one is Little Blurry. That's that's a very interesting. Little Boosie signed him. What I was about to say is they get you to gentrify yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we getting ourselves out of here at this point, like. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what we're going to do. Like, if you got to, I mean, this is why gentrification works, right? If you have a nice house in a in a neighborhood that's being gentrified and you own that house, the last thing you should do is sell it. Yeah. Even, I don't care what kind of bag they offer you. You shouldn't sell it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But who the hell is going to hold on to that house when they offering that bag? Right, so only someone that's got vision, only someone that's got vision and gives a fuck about that neighborhood, right. and know that holding on to it is can is possible is gonna, can save you, it. Yeah, right. You can get triple the later, money right. later, later because the property value is going up because it's being gentrified. Because it's being gentrified now, but well, okay. Yeah, you just might have proved Boosie's point then. Because <laughs> if you're going to sell it later when the property value go up, then you just might as well sell it because you don't give a shit. Because it's going to go up anyway. Because they're going to take everything around you. You got to know that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Just like they're going to take everything around Boosie. So Boosie's like, fuck it. I might as well sell hip-hop now while I got a little piece of it. And in comes a little blurry. And in comes a little blurry. So Boosie is... Part of the gentrification process, like he's getting us out of here. Mm-hmm. He's a tool. He's a tool. At this point, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. I don't know, man. What are we gonna do, bro? 
how well we, the listeners have to go back and listen to the episode. What will hip hop look like in twenty? In 30 20 years, years. Yeah. It, it, Will it uh, still be even ours controlled? Bruh. Okay, we did Because that what you just named mm-hmm. and what you just cited, that, nah, it won't be. It won't. But, I mean, the thing is, is we had that conversation, well, how many, how many was it, two months ago? Yeah. Maybe three? Um, I see it going faster than, faster now. Things that we found since we had that discussion, like it's being quickly because not only is is it being gentrified on the music side of things, right? Like now we see even on the journalistic side of things, they're telling the story in places that you know that are heavily viable. That are, you see what I'm saying? Not necessarily for hip hop or for music, but reputable is reputable. Right? You, made, you, you just made saying? a good point because no, <laughs> the people that live in the gentrified neighborhoods, right? There we go. Not reading that article right. that was written in Forbes. Right. Right. So who was reading that article? That's written by Brian Riley in Forbes. Yeah. The, I mean, the people that is essentially taking over. Right. The, the people. That, so it is the gentrifiers. The, yeah. The people that been displaced aren't reading that article, but the people that the affluent uh, people that are gentrifying our neighborhoods are reading them. So yeah, that's who it's written for. Yeah. Damn. And so, so it's kind of like a setup. It, you, you talked about it. So Eminem, who they held, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he's, who they think is the greatest, right? Right. And they're saying, so did one of our own, right? He didn't even have a good run, right? And the rest of them, it was underwhelming. Yeah. All of those releases. Everybody so it's from done. Then is out of there, right? They got rid of all of us, right? And right so there. now you got a whole lineup of. Lil Blurry, Lil Jake Paul, Lil Jake Zan, yeah. all these other mm-hmm. white artists that's getting two million, they had, what, two million views in six hours. Yeah. So you have yeah. a on whole another re- lineup of people they want to bring in. Two million views in six forward. hours on a reaction video. Yeah. Not yeah. a video of what they were doing, a video of them reacting to what they were doing. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Like, that's insane. Bro, that don't even make that don't even make good sense that they able to generate. But hmm, I mean, if they if they're gonna generate that many eyeballs and clicks in the name of hip hop, could we ever have generated that much attention in the neighborhood in the name of, with it? You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, it can be done now. Like okay, on the Carter's album, you hear Jay Z mention how. People mm-hmm. are not advocating for title. Facts. Okay. I so, yeah, because we have a machine. We have someone yeah. big enough to do that. Yeah, I feel With you. the attention. I feel you. It's just got to be a concerted effort. Yeah. Just stop this train, though. The only thing that's possible, bro, is for people to actually give love to traditional, artistic, difficult-to-do hip-hop. If people don't stop and think, then this shit's out of here. Yeah, good luck with that. Well, it's out of here. I'm just saying what we got to do. Because like, niggas ain't going to stop and think. And niggas is only, you something, they, I, I, hey, you, and you talking to somebody that hit a beat first. So I'm not, I, right, can't, right. I can't help y'all niggas. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? If I'm supposed to be the <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, if you don't say your verse good, I don't give a damn what you said. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. so I don't even get to what you said unless you said it good. So I ain't much help. Right. That's in a bad state. That's in a bad state. But I, but I, God, but it is hard for me to listen to these. It ain't hard for me to listen to. That's the sad thing. It's not, the stuff that you hear now isn't hard to listen to. That's the problem. You know what I mean? Like, if it was just bad and hard to listen to, then it would be easier to reject. But it ain't hard. It's easier to listen to than what we asking people to, to, to support. That's, yeah, it is. But again, you're speaking from a producer stance. Because it is the music. I'm just not, about, the, not the words. I'm talking, about the, I'm talking about the entire... Right, right, right. It all. all the whole The thing. whole package, yeah. Right, the whole thing. Because if I'm sitting... Because if, if, we, if we stop and not think... If we don't think about the whole package, right, we're only thinking about that from a small... Like a rapper. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not even a producer. It's just a rapper that's going to hear it that <laughs> way. You know what I mean? So most people is hearing the song, whether it's a good song, bad song... Yeah, you know, maybe hip hop wasn't meant to be. Maybe hip hop rap was meant to be like this global thing that the world could dig and understand. But maybe hip hop wasn't meant for that. No way. Mm. Uh, what do you mean? How so? Because if you have to keep it, if you have to keep that tapestry intricate, then you're not opening that tapestry up to many people. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like to to keep it. Yeah, yeah. We have to keep it authentic. We have to keep the talent there. We have to keep the artistry there. Mm-hmm. It's got to be intricate. Like once you start letting people paint a dot, a splash, a thing, like a piece of yellow, a streak across a canvas, mm-hmm. and call it art, then anybody can do that shit. You see what I'm saying? And and but, but once, that's who we are. I'm, that's what I'm saying But if you make it so you have to paint a fucking Monet For people to call it art It's gotta at least be intricate It's gotta be cubism It's gotta be something yeah, but You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's gotta be At least it's gotta be intricate It's gotta be a tapestry It's gotta, it's gotta have layers To call it hip hop But now you don't have to have any of that to call Right it. But that, well, we talked about that, right? That it will still be The traditional mm-hmm. Basic Authentic Will mm-hmm. still remain uh, but what we're seeing now as far as like Jake Paul, Lil Blurk, that is going to emerge more to the front right. kind of globally. Right. But it'll still be always the, uh, you know, right. the bedrock of hip hop will still remain. That's why I'm saying I don't, maybe, maybe hip hop wasn't meant. Yeah, yeah. For all of that. Hip hop wasn't meant for that. Yeah, but rap. Rap. Maybe what. Rap could be applicable to a whole bunch of yeah. shit. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But hip-hop, the culture, probably wasn't meant for all that exploitation. But rap definitely, well, it had to be because that's what the, that's the case right now. Rap, rap should have been the tool that was used to exploit hip-hop. And then we can keep that shit separate. Y'all can have rap. You see what I'm saying? We'll yeah. set this shit up, and this is the thing you can do to exploit hip-hop. And y'all can have rap and keep calling it that. But hip-hop is some other shit that we do. Authentically, not black people, but authentic people culturally. Whatever the fuck culture you from, if you get, you yeah, see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that would have been the only way. But maybe we can still do that because at some point, at one point, we called rap. We, yeah, it was a there distinction was a between rap and hip hop. Exactly. We'd be like, oh, that's just that. That fuck was a rapper. That's a rapper. Yeah, Fuchsnickens were rappers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
We liked them. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they were fucking rappers. They weren't like MCs. They weren't hip hop, hip hop. It was, but it was, you know what I mean? Yeah, something different. Something different. But I don't know. I, so, this gentrification thing, like, there's nothing that's gonna stop it unless we buy back the block and really stop perpetuating, like, but we can't. But but that's my point. That's the where like something like title comes in. Mm. That's that's the mm. whole thing. Title title will end up looking like Blue Note Records. You understand what I mean? Yeah. Verve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Where you go get the mighty mighty boss tones and shit like that. That's exactly <laughs> what it'll be. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it won't be able to survive as a DSP if it yeah. don't open up to all of the. That's true. Right now, it's only got 1.4% of market share. It ain't even got 2 full percent of the market share. It can't survive supporting hip-hop. Yeah. So a business decision has to be made. Then. It was already made. That's why we out of here. You see gentrification. <laughs> the, the business decision been made. We just get we just having a conversation about it. You see what I'm saying? But the business decision been made. They writing about the business decision in Forbes already. They got people in place to, to have conversations yeah, about really it. Really that article is it's like coded. Exactly. The article is coded and that's why it's in Forbes. This is not in source. This Bob. ain't got no ben- this is code for we got them boys. The coup. Yeah, take over. Hip hop take over. Out of here. Out of here, fam. So, so if I gave you ten million dollars right now and said start a label, but you got to sign a little blurry, would you do it? Would you take the ten million if you got to sign a little? Blurry, Are you talking about me? Yeah, right now, I'm right, yeah. and I have to sign. You got to sign one. You got to sign a little blurry, a little blurry like a little something. But he got to be. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel you, bro. I feel you. Because now, how many acts? But that's the point. That's the answer you're supposed to give. That's what I wanted. Yeah, I signed one. Because I know what I'm gonna do with the other thousand that I'm gonna sign. I'm gonna sign one. Yeah, I'm gonna sign one. I'm gonna sign one. That's you know, I mean, that's like you know, businesses that have to have like at least one black employee. There you go. To meet certain criteria. I got a token blurry. Yeah. I got a token little over here. If it means that I can still yeah. preserve the culture and, you know, yeah. push them forward, put the other shelf one. him. Like. Yeah, he got yeah, it's a tax right <laughs> off. I feel you, man. But, yeah, you definitely got a troll. You sign him, troll, sell him, take, say you gave him the big bag, make sure everybody watching you, then put out the music you really want to put out. Yeah. Bait and switch. We in a bad way, bro. Like, hip-hop is, I mean... We got guests in here. We having a depressing ass conversation. I know. We so sorry. I'm so quiet. Yeah, we sorry, y'all. But no, go back to Brian Raleigh. Cause okay, the, talk now to you. that's the problem. We have too many of people like him. When you look at when I looked at up the other articles that he had written, they were all critiques of hip hop. Right. But he's 23. Mm-hmm. Right. He doesn't even he doesn't even know enough to critique. The culture God. and the music born out of it. Nah, not the music born out. When you read his bio, he has no 
credentials that justify him giving any critique. He, like he gave one of the other main articles is his critique of Nicki Minaj, the rollout for her um, yeah. album. Yeah, and he goes That's off sad. on that. To find the intersection between culture and commerce. This guy, this is his bio. I strive to find the intersection between culture and commerce. The local blues guitarist who lives in a $400 a month practice space to afford touring. The DYI acts, I mean arts collective, that throws massive events to fund this, uh, its monthly zine. And the implications of a superstar like Garth Brooks giving a keynote speech at South by Southwest. What? What? Like, what? I fi- These are the things that you st- I strive to find the intersection between culture and commerce. But you do heavy metal, but with a focus on heavy metal and hip hop. Right, and he's too young, and that's what AK was saying. He's too young to have really any... He wasn't around for heavy metal. He wasn't even around for heavy metal. And to actually be able to write on it, I mean, he would have to do a, a lot of damn listening and researching. But he ain't had that much time. And to do both. Yeah. And he's too young to write on hip-hop, too. But this dude wouldn't even... Right. So he wouldn't even actually hire to write on any of that stuff. But he was hired... The first sentence is key. This is what he was hired to write. I strive to find the intersection between culture and, and commerce. And that, yeah. That's all he give a shit about. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? Outside of that? Like, he don't care nothing about but, that. Yeah, commerce. But that's why the article appears in Ford. Ford's magazine. Because of the commerce part. I don't get it, though. Yeah, this because is... Because with money, you can sway the culture. The you way it goes. Sway. Yeah, you That's the whole sway. point. And it's being swayed right now. That's the whole point. That's why, that's why we seeing the blurries and the Pauls and the. Uh, who's the dude that's always wearing Supreme? You seen this little guy running around? Nah. It's a little dude. This uh oh uh, uh Supreme Patty. Y'all ain't heard of Supreme Patty? Yeah, Supreme Patty got a. Uh, no, no, no. You did. You showed me some of this stuff. Yeah, yeah, Supreme I, yeah Patty. So I'm familiar Supreme, with Supreme, Supreme Patty. Supreme Patty got a joint produced by Scott Scott Storch. Scott, Scott Storch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Scott. one of his main songs. Yeah, like he got a he got a joint produced by Scott Scott Storch though. Yeah. Yeah, this is how it's going down. Like it's out of here. And, and see, that's the problem because you have people with reputable. Right. Like we can't throw Boosie under the bus. for them. We can't throw Boosie under the and bus not throw and Scott not throw Storch. Scott, Scott Storch under the bus. Like why are you and even Steve producing? LaBelle. Yeah. Scott Storch and Steve LaBelle got to go under the bus too. Like that's like, what I'm saying. So. It, uh, they validating them and making it real. Because when, when you see it and hear it, it's like, is this a joke? Right. No, but Scott Storch made this. Then it's obviously real. Right. Right. So you have real producers, musicians behind them, like validating. Real label execs. That's Scott crazy. LaBelle run, running uh, Scott Storch's life. Steve LaBelle yeah. right now is running Scott Storch's career. Steve LaBelle is a legend. You see what I'm saying? Scott Storch is a legend. And then they go do a song with Supreme Patty. You through the roof. You shouldn't validate it. And, and right under that is Scott Storch making a beat with Zaytoven. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So that that puts him, that validates him with us. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So you get the, man, we being worked on out here, bro. Like, the one thing is, okay, when when they took rock and roll, we couldn't see it. 
You see what I'm saying? Like, you didn't know it was gone until you turned your TV on and saw Elvis. It was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You didn't know they took the shit until, you see what I'm saying? Like, this is a, you see it. This is was very overt. Very overt. This ain't even the woo. Yeah, but ain't I can't be mad, I I can't be mad at the they though. Cause most of this shit we did to ourselves. Like we gave this shit away. I mean, yeah, like what why would Lil Boosie sign Lil Blurry? Cause he knows it's a bag. He okay. know it's a bag. That's why. He signed up. That, yeah, that's the easy answer. That's yeah. But so you don't think there's no other artist that could have had talent? We talking about he, we talking about okay. That he could have signed no, and no, 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 still no, no. made that's, money. That's definitely not what I'm saying. What I'm no, saying No, 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 I know you're not. I'm just bringing it up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I mean, as another point. Yeah, it, it there's there's a there's a myriad of talented artists. Yeah. But there's a difference between trying to commoditize art and then trying to commoditize a commodity, a product. Blurry is a product. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like it's a whole lot more mo- easy to make money on a product than it is art. Yeah. Product could be reproduced, and you know that sales because we already produced one before. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Art is a little bit harder to do. He ain't want no artist. He wanted a bag. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he ain't want no yeah. artist. He wanted a bag. He's an artist. Yeah. He's risky enough. Like, fuck yeah, that shit. I mean, now, I'm going to go get me some steady money, you know, which is foul if you in the viewing, but it's the music business. I don't think I could do it. Well, given the position... That little Boosie is in. If you was in a position, you don't think you could sign him? Nah, given yeah, given Boosie's position, I don't think okay. I could do that. Yeah. Now, what I pose to you? No, no, that's different. Yeah, that's different. <laughs> yeah, that's different. But given Boosie's position, I don't think I could do that shit. Yeah, I don't think I could do it. But if he think he hot, no way. There's no way okay, he think I that. Just one of the devil's advocate. His ear is better than that. I had to. His ear is better than that. So there's no way he think he's nice. wow. All right. So it's like every week we see something that, that takes us further down this rabbit hole. Um, this gentrification, the uh, whitewashing. Mm-hmm. But we, like I said, man, is it, I'm gonna come up with a list of things that we are doing to not only like to give it away, right? Because mm-hmm. to not wanting to be a rapper and preferring to be a rock star. Is giving away hip hop. You see what I'm saying? Like, as if your if your goal is to look less like Run and more like Mick Jagger, then you hurting the culture. You know what I mean? Like, you you doing a disservice to the culture. And and most of these and but that didn't start with these littles. That shit started with niggas that quote unquote have respect, like Wayne. Yeah, and Dipset. And Dipset. They responsible for introducing a lot of the this whole, rock shit. Yeah, yeah you see rock, what I'm saying. Star you know, theme into hip hop. So I mean, like a lot of these things we did to ourselves, yeah. and they just benefiting from it. You know, yeah. but we did it in we went the bag culturally. That's what it was. Like we started getting money. 
So you're saying as a group, the whole as a music, no, as a, as a musical community genre, yes. everybody sold out essentially. Yeah. Literally, literally though. Not everybody. No, no, no. But but, but the, enough the, yes. for it to be co-opted yes. and taken over. Absolutely, absolutely. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Some of the and the funny thing is, some of the things that got us into in this position, I will say, were arti- were artistic innovations, right? Andre three thousand was an artistic innovation that got us closer to this, because mm-hmm. that allowed for Kanye to do some of the more more creative things that he did, which opened the door for somebody like a Travis Scott and like mm-hmm. a Uzi, which leads to you see what I'm saying? Like, because if you take something, if you use a tool, like we were talking about auto tune earlier, mm-hmm. if you use a tool in a way that T Pain used it. Very, very, very artistically. You know what I'm saying? In a broad sense, he used that yeah. too. You know what I mean? But then you say, you distill that down to the simplest thing that he did. And you repeat that. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You no longer have what he had. And you damn sure ain't got what Roger Troutman was doing. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But what you do have is a repeatable thing that almost anybody can do. Yeah, which is a blueprint. Which so is you a just product. find Yeah, you just find somebody and walk in that can... Follow the blueprint, right? And that's what we have. A and lot of simulation, of, well, shit, hundreds of simulations mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. one particular style, right? You know, what I mean, I don't want to say dumbed right. down, but you know, broken down, right? But that's just the way. That's just one of those things that, like, yeah. it's things that we did to cause it. Like, so yeah, sometimes yeah. innovation led to it. So it wasn't a bad. Everything wasn't bad that led to this, but the thing still fucking happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just pushing the boundaries of hip hop away from bars helped this. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like it definitely helped them take it. Cause bars ain't easy to do. Yeah. So now that I'm gonna bring this question back. So the ghostwriting. Mm-hmm. If ghostwriting would have been accepted more, you know, acceptable in hip hop early on in the history of hip hop, mm-hmm. would we still would we would still be at the state that we at? But would it have happened even sooner if it wasn't for, let's say, like in the golden era, right? When it wasn't, I, I mean, it was know. not cool to have a ghostwriter at all. I don't know if it would have happened faster. I don't know that. I don't think it. I don't. I don't know because that it would have happened faster. I think it would. And ahead, one of the reasons why, because I'm using your argument, yeah. right? Because music is always a collaborative thing. Mm-hmm. So it would over time, it would have quickly lost its uniqueness and just kind of been merged with everything else. I can understand that argument. You see what I'm saying? Totally understand the argument. I just don't, I don't know that I could extrapolate it going in that direction because it was collaborative. You understand what I'm saying? Like, if the people in the room were trying to create this one thing with hip-hop in mind, Mm -hmm. I think you would have came out with stellar hip-hop, not necessarily a stellar mixture of everything around. Because hip-hop was already a mixture of everything around. You see what I'm saying? Like, I think it just would have been more hip-hop. Like, that's that's what hip-hop is. A gumbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Of everything. Like, you take disco, you take funk, you take break beats, you take, you dump all that shit in. You see what I'm saying? You stir that shit up real good. You see what I'm saying? I just think we would have got a prettier, you see what I'm saying? A more artistic 
broader look, yeah. but I don't know that it would have went in a. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's like saying you take the no, best question. the best hip hop writers and put them in a the room. What you're gonna get is a better rhyme. You're not gonna get rock music. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like I don't think you're gonna get a different direction. You're just gonna get a better. Yeah, but I'm saying in terms of not having stipula- a lot of stipulations and guidelines, like this is how it has to sound and be like this. You yeah, know what I'm it, saying? It didn't have that. You see what I'm saying? Like it didn't have that. The first hip hop song was we was rapping over disco. It didn't even have that. You see what I'm right. saying? Like that shit grew over time too. Like Rick Rubin and them did that shit. Yeah. The the hard knock and the uh, like it wasn't even like that until they did it. It was soft as fuck. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? So the what it became, it became. I don't think, and it became that with niggas writing in the cut. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You got yeah. Howie T and and like Salt and Pepper ain't never wrote shit. Oh yeah, yeah. No. You see what I'm saying? Like like what the fuck? Play don't write. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't write. You see what I'm saying? Like it's. That shit was Kwame was running all of that shit. Howie T was running all of that shit. Like it, it's been happening. So I just think we would have got better music had it been above board. Yeah, we I don't think it got didn't better exist. music. Like Run was writing for mad niggas. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Big Daddy Kane was writing for mad niggas. We just didn't know the shit. You see what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm not saying it wouldn't happen. I'm just saying we would have got better art had niggas been able to just do what the fuck we do like other genres. Yeah, yeah. No, that's agreed. We definitely got a better product. Right. So I don't think it would have went in a different direction because it was already happening. Yeah. You know, it just wasn't, it just ain't accepted. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like it ain't accepted. Like, you know, somebody in your family gay, y'all might not like gay people though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it is what it is. Like I, yeah. you know. Yeah. So that's how I see it. I don't think, but I don't. This I don't. I don't. I had never thought about it. Would it have happened faster? Yeah. yeah. But it happened. So shit. Who's to say it wouldn't have happened faster? Niggas probably would have been open to singing a little earlier, right? Right. That's what I'm saying. You, so I, I can understand that, that that argument. Like if niggas was open and to adapt, singing a and little earlier, other things other that theme. was not necessarily hip hop based, like when right. Dipset introduced like the whole rock star thing, right. start wearing smaller clothes, right. spike belts. Right. Yeah, we let Fifty Cent and Ja Rule sing. That that attributes to this shit here. Yeah. Yeah, I agree and disagree. Right? These niggas is because he's no, no, no. Ja Rule, not fifty. Fifty. No, no, no. In later years, and no, well, hold on. People argument, right? Because this is important. Right. The fifty that matters, bro. No, no, no. I, but because I, you know what I was going to say. Know exactly what you yeah. going to say. This ain't where he's fifty started. Yeah, but I know, but I'm just making a point. Right. Because the people that argue mm-hmm. will say that Fifty Cent he had a problem with Ja singing, then he did the same thing. He didn't know. Right. Nine seven, nine six. Yeah, Fifty was singing. He sung Ghetto Quran. He sung. He yeah. sung the hook. Then was there was no Power ja Rule. Power yeah, the dollar released out underground. He yeah. was already singing. Fact. So that is nothing. That was nothing new. Yeah. And then, and let's be honest, Nas, Tragedy Gaddafi, mm-hmm. Noriega song, awesome. Calm Down. Nas yeah. sings the hook. Yeah. Az yeah. album, Do or Die, Give Me Yours. Nas sung the hook for him. Right. So it was people already singing. Right. But it was way different than what it is. Yeah. Now, well, it, people people were already singing, and we was accepting it you, because the people that was doing it was like crazy talent. I'm gonna tell you the levels though, right? So Nas, Nori, Az, yeah, that's one level, right? Right. Then you go 
Then you go 50 Ja Rule <laughs> Nelly. That's a different level. Right? You see what I'm saying? We, we devolving. And that's what the fuck we doing. We and that's devolving. what we and that's what we did. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? And that's what we did. Cause then at some point you end up with 808s and heartbreak. And that shit's okay. Right. Which I hate it. You like that. I like it now. I like it now. When it was out, I hated that shit. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's it's still it still opens you up to what's going on now. Cause you do not have a little oozy vert without 808s and heartbreak. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like it don't happen. So we a lot of this shit we did, but we can un, we gonna have we we can undo it, but it ain't it, it's got to be about art. If you want to un, eh, I'm gonna be honest with you too. I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna say some real real shit. Like even if we un, if we undo it, right? Most of the hip hop that we get when we undo this shit, I'm not gonna like. Cause I need some guns and some drugs and some. You see what I'm saying? I need that in my hip-hop. I like it in my hip-hop. And if it goes back to, like, the pure artistry, and the, we, they're going to they gonna take us back to the backpacks, and I'm not going to be interested, bro. Yeah, I need some I violence knew that was, yeah, I in my knew that music. Was your take. That is. I, need, I like violence in my music. I know it's foul. I'm, I'm too old for that shit. I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I like my music a little gangster. I don't, you know, bring the gun to the club. You can leave it in the car, but you got to have it with you. I might not have one, but I need my artist to have one with them. Yeah. All that kind of good shit. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. that hurt. Yeah, of course. Because yeah. we accepted the tomfoolery and the fakeness. So if anybody can do it. So, yeah, I mean, we ain't helped the situation. I know I did. Nah. I know I did. So that, do you think we ran long enough about this, right? Yeah, I think so. We covered. Right, right. Yeah, we covered the main points. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so uh, good as it's gonna get. yeah, this is good as it's gonna get. It ain't getting no better, and y'all ain't gonna listen to a better podcast. I don't care which one you pick. Pick one and, and compare them. You gotta listen to this one and listen to that one to compare them, though. So that's a, at least a listen for us. Yeah, I ain't mad. <laughs> we win either way. So what we're gonna ask y'all to do is go to iTunes and subscribe. Go to Google Podcasts, um, Stitcher, Overcast, wherever get your wherever you get your shows. Uh, subscribe, rate, review the show, leave comments, let us know what you think. Also, go to com- conversateforafew.com where you can find all the new episodes and stay tuned for the limited edition Futane Clan merch. And if you would, go to Facebook and Instagram at Conversate for a Few. Follow us there. Um, throw us some likes and comment when we post stuff. Uh, I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This was not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely is not. This is a podcast about hip hop. Make room for the tag. Conversate for a few. Conversate for a few. Hustle. Welcome. Man, they had to send me Hustle from Raleigh, live from NC With your host, John and Allen Relate to the two You are now listening to Conversate for a few Check it on SoundCloud, debate with your crew They talking hip-hop from the late to the new From July till June end No Fridays for me, tune in Please listen to this podcast 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 Please listen to this podcast. 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 Conversate for a few. Conversate for a few.